in the study notes that Eutychus is the the word comes from lucky and fortunate. So this is absolutely like a comic strip panel in the middle of the Bible. <laughs> like I'm imagining the original like text of the New Testament. It was like serious, 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 serious. And then like Eutychus falls out of the building comic strip panel. And then serious, serious. It's <laughs> just like Beetle <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> Dearly beloved, welcome to the Unblessed Podcast, where we inquire and exposit the mysteries of that ancient text, that good book itself, the Holy Bible. We are not theologians nor historians. We are but armchair philosophers who spent years in seminary or on a church staff and have since departed to make our own way. We invite you now to read, think, and laugh with us as we dive deep into the denominational doctrines of the divine in the Unblessed Podcast. everyone welcome to the unblessed podcast my name is evan and i'm scott and we are two ex bible summer camp boys scott did you ever go to a summer camp uh, a christian summer camp absolutely every yeah, year tell me about it uh we had something called the the ultimate youth camp is what ours was and it was seven years of my life was it um, at your church or was it a sleepover somewhere else it was a full week um and it moved a few years it was in missouri and then a few years it was in ohio and then they brought it back to indiana but it's in ohio for most of them your church was pretty big was this like a place where um you you like rented out a place or was it more of a uh you all like was it run by something else and you all paid tickets no it was run by us but for a while we brought like a hundred something kids just from our like group and we'd rent out a place and uh really the crazy part of all of it was we usually had competitions throughout the week like different houses and you know like everyone had their own uh cabins and would have names as a point system and this was like a d now on steroids yeah, it was wild. A true, like, Lord of the Flies kind of <laughs> just children <laughs> running around. <laughs> just chaos. Naked, just... <laughs> I will say, so my one, like, story I have from this I, I is burnt my brain is one year they decided that they are going to do this, like, token system as, like, a kind of reward thing they were going to be doing through the whole... Like, okay, you know, if you, you know... When the the competition in the morning, you get everyone gets a token on your team or whatever. Say so these like sack of gold coins. It felt like the exact situation that Jesus turned tables against, like we talked about. Like it was youth pastors and leaders passing out coins, like in a worship center, to kids doing things like, "Hey, but you can't chug this whole bottle of Seven Up in thirty seconds," and they would just give you a gold coin for it. Like so, they were like parents are just like catching kids like one off and just ask him to do the most ridiculous. Like, Hey, but like punch that kid in the face. And I'll give you a gold. coin. 
it just devolved into pure chaos that year at camp. But oh man, what do you have? What's your camp story? He would. I I never had a situation where we would um go and actually um be at a certain different place. Like like we wouldn't rent out a place that y'all y'all were because we we were a more homely church and more mm, humble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God didn't, didn't have, bless your church quite as much as ours. So. Yeah, when we were, we, we didn't pray for other people to see us. Um, <laughs> uh, we would go to. Uh, so when I was a kid, we went to we went up to Tennessee for a week, um, and we kind of like split off in different groups. Um, so it wasn't just like we weren't just in our own individual church group. We like split off and got paired up with like people from other youth groups and i'm sure that didn't end in any teenage pregnancies um jeez i mean probably true though you get a bunch of teenagers together and you're just like all right and go like and they're all in like cabins together like they're all just and you have free reign to walk around do whatever um, I do remember getting like full on threatened at one point. Um, I was in a cabin and uh, I just happened to bump into one of the other guys in the youth group and he pulls a knife on me. Yikes. And the only thing that saved me was I had a Dr. Pepper in my hand and he was like, where'd you get that? And I was like, there's a vending machine around the corner. And he was like, you're lucky. And he walked out and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I can't believe I almost died at Bible camp. Yeah. So that was that. And all my other youth summer camp experiences were great. Like, um, in comparison, nothing made, nothing could have been worse. Um, but like, uh, yeah. we, usually they were kind of like at the beach. Um, mm. cause I mean, we were in Alabama. It's pretty close to the beach. And we would go to Orange Beach or Gulf Shores uh, down in South Alabama. And we would have kind of a fun time, you know, um, just being around. I think. How are the Alabama beaches? Best beaches beaches in the world, in my opinion. Best beaches in the world. I don't doubt you. I just don't think I've ever been to. When I think Alabama, I don't think beaches. Maybe more people do. It, ha- I mean, Alabama has kind of a ball sack at the, <laughs> at the end of it. I mean, you uh, the beach at the ball sack. Okay, that's the where it's yeah. at. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look at the state of Alabama and just looks like two testicles hanging down at the bottom of it. Um, but um, no, at the bottom of Alabama, you've got like white sandy beaches, uh, and I mean, usually a lot of them are. Um, it's not packed because it's not PCB. Are they nude beaches? No, none of them are nude beaches. Um, (laughs) Absolutely none. Um, But I mean, like the waves are calm and Alabama does a good job of at least trying to keep the beaches clean. Um, And it's pretty like family oriented. Y'all need to put that in the brochure more. Just put that right in front page. No, put that right next to no gays. Um, (laughs) Gosh. That's your state. Yeah. <laughs> you can keep that one if you want. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, it's, I mean, I, I, it's, it's some of the best beaches I've ever been to. And I mean, the 
bar scene and the food scene down there is really good. Um, but kind of going back off of um, yes, our uh, youth camp experience, I mean, like we would play beach volleyball. Uh, we throw the football around, and then we would go to a conference center. Um, and that's where we would have, you know, a big old worship service. Oh, uh, yeah. And Youth we, worship like that is something else, isn't it? Oh, man. And we would event like inevitably we would make a friend with another youth group person mm. um but at the same time like we would just have like those big youth group uh services we would you know debrief we, we would have our own like bible study um by ourselves we didn't want to you know really mix and mingle with other youth groups because it does get weird like you get thrown in especially if you're in middle school you're, you get thrown in with a bunch of other middle schoolers it can get like a little. You had to bunk up with other strangers, Not basically. Bunk up, oh, but okay. like do like a uh, youth group service, youth group like things. Oh, okay. Um, with other yeah, ones, yeah. you had like a weird, arbitrary leader, and it was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to do this. Uh, so it did feel better to just be part of your own youth group. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was always fun. Um. I think uh, another time we went on kind of a like mission trip in the middle of Birmingham, maybe, or like a weekend. Some of ours were just weekend trips. Mm. So, yeah, ours, we had, we had the big, you know, wooded floor gym church. So we were able to host our own youth camp. Yeah, our, <laughs> the bougie our ba- church. Our basketball court, we had to wait for the cars to get out of the parking lot in order to play. <laughs> So we weren't. We had to finish to, for them to stop serving caviar before we could have our guys. We couldn't. We, couldn't uh, <laughs> we, we didn't have the seven million dollar complex that <laughs> Scott and his. I will say that our church was a bigger church, but if you could see it, it don't envision a mega church. Envision like if a church yeah. in the '60s just had a lot of money. Just that's I have kind of what you should imagine. Yeah, I have the north side, and I've slept. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah I was I gonna slept. say it's like yeah. if a church in 1965 just stumbled upon a bajillion dollars and said, "Your church still <laughs> has like it has showers, Scott." <laughs> yeah, great. Mine. I would love for you to go to the church that I grew up in and I'd just see how small it is compared to. We should do like a competition in the future where people should submit like just the dankiest, junkiest church photos that they have. Like who grew up in the worst environment? I want to know. Yeah. So, or who grew up in the most Joel Osteen environment? Yeah. <laughs> I want to get a good, uh, good read on our listeners yeah. where they where they're coming from. Yeah, we constantly broke windows at our church <laughs> just by being rowdy, like. We were just constantly breaking the bank. There was just so much cash flow. Just so much cash flow, you know. <laughs> Poor preacher had to sell his third ring on his finger to pay for the damages. Well, speaking of damages, Damage. <laughs> I know we have an exciting story today, but we also have uh, another icebreaker question that is coming up. Uh, yeah, so uh, Gus Not Dead is the Fast and Furious franchise of Christian movies. <laughs> um, and we've actually got some old news that ha- that's yeah. kind of stuck up on me and Scott, because we've seen, yeah. seen Gus Not Dead. 
We've seen God's Not Dead 2 with Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Amazing. Um, and we've seen God's Not Dead, A Light in the Darkness. With but Judge Janine Perot. Yeah. But we slept on God's Not Dead, We the People. Yeah. Which seems to just be like... A huge a, error on our end, first of all. Yeah. That we uh, missed this. A huge error on our end. We will have to watch the movie and then report back. Mm-hmm. Um, but Scott, if you can make a God's Not Dead 5, what random Hollywood star would it have? Ooh. And what would be the plot? Okay. Does it have to be true to the world building in God's Not Dead in that all Christians are constantly oppressed and fighting for their lives and everyone hates them all the time? I don't think it could not be that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it could be like them just sitting around and be like, boy, life is grand. Yeah, impossible in these movies. Pure. Um, okay, I think mine. The sorry, I just pulled up a list of C-list celebrities just to kind of jog the memory, and I'm so glad where it landed. <laughs> All right, the two villains. I don't have a name yet, but it's coming. I know that the villain is going to be either Cher or Chelsea Clinton. Will <laughs> <laughs> be Cher or Chelsea Clinton, or both? Can I have both? <laughs> Does a budget allow for Cher and Chelsea Clinton? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So I would say Chelsea, it's got to be like in line with the others. Because God's Not Dead 2 is a, they go to the Supreme Court. Uh, God's Not Dead 3 is about like what religion on campus, right? For college campuses or something like that. Yeah. And then God's Not 4 is also. Uh, homeschooling so it has to be like a kind of pseudo government movie um so i would say chelsea clinton is attempting to poison the water hole and <laughs> I, I don't even know and Cher is doing book readings in public schools <laughs> solid i don't know what the title would be god's not dead five staying alive staying alive <laughs> what would you do I- evan I would do um, a wedding cake. Amazing. I'm so glad you thought of that. That's such a good one. Yeah. A wedding that is cake, such a topic. Or pizza party, like, or pizza parlor or whatever that, you know, um, two gay people come yeah. in. They're like, we want. We want a gay wedding cake. We want a gay pizza. Or we're going to murder you. And they're <laughs> like, well, it's against our, you know, we just, and it's going to be painted as like, you know, we just believe in traditional marriage and this, that, or the other. And then they turn around and they're like, oh. And um, <laughs> then it becomes this whole big thing. And Dean Kane is coming after him. I think he, he he gets brought back from the original God's Not Dead. I was gonna say, who owns the pizza shop? Who's like the main character? So is it Dean Cain? I, I think is I think John Voight owns the pizza shop. John Voight. <laughs> is he still alive? Maybe. Um, <laughs> 
they've got enough money to do like the CGI thing that they did with the guy from Star Wars. Um, he's still alive. He's eighty four. Okay, so he's still yeah, he's, he's, yeah. That's the prime demographic for somebody who's. You I know. love John Foy refusing to make a wedding cake for a gay couple so much. Um, oh. and then the regular preacher guy is has his own subplot. Oh, that guy, yeah. Somehow in this movie, Reverend Dave. Uh, then at the end of it, they win the court case, and they feed all the straight people. <laughs> They have a straight people pizza party at the end. <laughs> and there's like allusions to like the the whole movie. They talk about having pride. Oh, no. Evan, what would you call it? What's the title? Um, <laughs> Gosh, that would, that would be it, though. They would be like, we need to have a pride in the Bible. <laughs> I, I and like somebody does talk about Noah in the uh yeah, Noah and the Rainbow at uh, some point. I'm sure. Re- yeah, reclaim the rainbow or something. Now, if it was a if it was a wedding movie, okay, it was a wedding yeah. cake movie, I would call it God's Not Dead Getting Caked. God, Evan. <laughs> so dumb. If it <laughs> what's your pizza party one? Um, <laughs> cheese it up, fuckers. Oh, my. You could have, like, Jesus, Jesus Christ or something like that. Jesus Christ. That's better. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I think it would be, like, uh, Mary Nara. God, Evan. Jeez. Or serving up justice. That's, that's it. That's probably I what think they would that's pick. What, I think that's yeah. what I serve up justice. I like that one. Oh, this is, I can't believe we missed the whole movie. Yeah. I'm ashamed. Usually we have our, you know, ear to the ground on this stuff. Listen, really. Pure Flicks, uh, and also directed by Michael Bay. Pure Flicks, if, <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're, if you steal my idea, I want royalties from this. I'm not above it. Optimus Prime is in the fifth one. Yeah, Optimus Prime is it. We will spend time protecting Earth. I'm going to turn into a truck now. <laughs> Put the all-star cube in my belly. Turn your Bibles open to Acts chapter 20. And speaking of Acts chapter 20. Speaking of Optimus Prime. Speaking of uh, movies we all know. Help. <laughs> Help! I don't know how to transition. <laughs> Help! I only have I one in me. <laughs> talk about Acts twenty. Um, um, this is a very uh, overlooked story, in my opinion, in the New Testament. It's a, it's a short little ditty. It's a short one. It's just maybe two paragraphs, and it's there's a lot of questions that start popping up as you read it. Even this, the title alone gives me questions, but. Uh, this is Eutychus raised from the dead. Um, so just to, for a little quick background, where Acts is the beginning story of the church, the early church, and how they're figuring things out after Christ ascended. So they're doing kind of like home church stuff. Um, and Paul is in Greece and doing like a, a whole sermon series. He's got, you know, the whole, you know, he's got pyro, he's got, 
really nice slides. Um, good band. He's got a, got a nice slide deck. Yeah, Paul's on tour, <laughs> doing his book tour. He um, walks in and the crowd's like, Ooh. and he's he's like, "Are you ready to believe?" And they're like, <laughs> he's like, "I can't hear you, Troas. Come on." <laughs> Oh man! A nice pad in the background. Just so guy fiddling on guitar with heavy delay and reverb. I said, "Good morning, church." <laughs> we we know this too well. Oh man, that energy just—I I hate it. I, I and unfortunately, I can whip that up at any point. I said, "Good morning." Yeah, I already said it. <laughs> it's eight thirty. <8:30. laughs> It's a gift I'm even here. The coffee's trash. <laughs> Keep going. All right. Let's let's dive into this. This is a funny, funny little clip. Um, it's so relatable. So, starting in verse 7, uh, on the first day of the week. Sunday. Uh, which is Sunday. Uh, when we, being the early disciples, when we were gathered together to break bread, Paul talked with them intending to depart on the next day, and he prolonged his speech until midnight. Nah. Woof. That's a, I mean, first of all, we don't know how long he's going, but it probably wasn't just a 30-minute talk. I'm guessing yeah. this is all. Or at least eating a meal first, and so that's generously dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking maybe a, what, a crisp 545 for dinner, you think? Yeah, six maybe o'clock. five, six, something like that. And then he goes and for another six hours talking. So this guy filibusters man. for six hours I mean, in the upper room. I don't think I can talk about anything for six hours. Mm, no, not for people that even want to remotely pay attention to me. No, I don't think I can stay on subject for six hours. <laughs> We for six minutes. <laughs> yeah, we've already wrecked that. Like, yeah, that. That's not possible between us two. No. Uh, so he prolonged his speech until midnight. There were many lamps in the upper room when we were gathered, and a young man named Eutychus, sitting at the window, sank into a deep sleep as Paul talked uh, still longer. And being overcome by sleep, he fell down from the third story. That's a long fall. Now I don't know about construction requirements in you know ancient Greece, but I would assume that they were probably at least eight feet. So we're looking at probably twenty-five feet, something like or the other. And he just anyway. He, this this sermon is so boring and so long that he <laughs> falls out of a goddamn window. No, clearly everyone else was asleep because if I saw someone hanging out a window on a third floor even remotely close to the window i would have been like hey buddy maybe back it up but this reminds me of a wedding i went to one time um where uh the message was going first off you know they tell you not to lock your knees right yeah yeah well oh. jacob locked his knees and um <laughs> he starts like falling in the middle of the ceremony and uh, the groom's dad, who is the best man, uh, just no look, catches him. <laughs> like immediately knew and was just like, you're good. <laughs> like, did he did he bounce back? Did he recover? Yeah, it bounced back. He's like, 
Oof. As a person has passed out from doing the exact thing, not at a wedding, but just in like, I've passed out in a Catholic church before doing the exact same thing, locking my knees too much. Oh, yeah. Uh, so maybe he just locked his knees. Yeah, maybe they were standing up and sitting down too much, and then he locked his knees. He's yeah. by the third window, fell out. Uh, I just say he fell into a deep sleep, so I don't think he locked his knees. But like, yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think you're right. Like, I think you're right. like everybody else was just like so bored. They were on their tablets, and they were you know fiddling around playing snake and literal snakes here. A literal snake. <laughs> literal snake. Just oh, mine ate yours. Um, that's how snake handling churches started. And then Eutychus all of a sudden just boop. Yeah. Do you think that they he fell out and no one knows for a couple seconds? Or do you think immediately they knew? Like, do you think he finished his yeah. sermon first? It's, it's like, all right, let's go. Uh, let's oh, Eutychus had the car keys. Where's Eutychus? <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got the camel saddle. Where's, uh, where's Eutychus at? Eutychus? Oh, my gosh. Eutychus? Anybody? Let's do one more song before we go, actually. No. <laughs> uh, so it, it says, overcome by sleep, he fell down from the third story, and he was taken up dead. Now, I'm curious what they mean by this. Like, they assume that he just died on the spot. They just were like, oh, he died. But Paul went down and bent over him, and taking Mine him... Says- Mine says threw himself on the young man. Threw himself? Ah! That is an interesting... uh, I wonder what the Greek has to actually say. I wonder what word... Threw himself on the young man and put his arms around him. Yeah, mine says bent over and take him in his arms. So there's some form of stooping and throwing his body at the boy. At the very least, we know arms were placed around him. Arms were placed around him, and we know that Paul was, at some point, stooping. Yep. Uh, So stupid. Yeah, this is is what people are listening for. And bent Um, over to his arms, and do not be alarmed, for his life is in him. Would you like to know what the Holman Christian Standard Version says? Absolutely. Don't be alarmed, he said. He's alive. (laughs) Interesting. He's alive for his life is in him, so they're still alive. Uh, and when Paul had gone up, he had broken bread and eaten, and he conversed with them a long while until daybreak, and so departed. And they took the youth away alive, and were not, a, and were not a little comforted. He's really banking on somebody else not falling out that window. What does the Holman Christians standard? What do the uh, Holmans says, say? Then he went upstairs again and broke bread and ate. Broke bread and ate, and after talking until daylight he left the people Man, we'll give him a break oh like he's really like well that can only happen once anyway back to my sermon like <laughs> where was i i guess i'll start over i'll, uh, I'll just start over, <laughs> I'll just start over. <laughs> six the hours people... <laughs> the people took the young man home alive and were greatly comforted so i don't huh like it's a question of whether or not Paul resurrected the young man, or yeah, if they just thought he was dead, and then he was just like checked his pulse and was like, "Not nope, just had a nasty fall. He's fine." That's what I'm curious because the title of this section, which is edited in, not necessarily the canon of the Bible, but right. it says "raised from the dead," 
Um, but it does just appear like he fell and then kind of just wasn't actually dead. But yeah. it is an interesting story because it does say they took him up dead. So I think it is hinting at the boy died and that he did rise, like raise him up. What, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I think in this instance, Paul is a warlock, um, according to <laughs> D&D terms. Um, he does have the patron, which is Jesus. I think he does have to save a certain amount of souls in order to keep his power. Um, because you do have to do certain rites uh, in D&D when you are a warlock for your patron in order to keep the um, powers. But as all warlocks know, you have like ultimate spell slots, but you can't like use those spells at a lesser level. And so Paul can revive, <laughs> but I don't think he can necessarily like um, um, do any healing or anything okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. I would ag agree he's a warlock. Yeah. Warlock level status. Warlock Paul. <laughs> I was reading my ESV study notes, and uh, thanks, ESV. Think, yeah, I do think he has um, he has mixed classes, though, because I think he started out as a cleric. Oh. As a Pharisee, um, but really didn't, you know, advance in that uh, mm -hmm. a whole lot. But then when he was saved on the road to Emmaus, is that Damascus. right? Damascus, yeah. On the road to Damascus, uh, that's when he uh, is given... Uh, from God, his patron status, and has become a warlock. It does mention that in Acts 19, I see right here. <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> oh, oh, Paul has... He rolled a 20 on... Paul has multi-class into uh, warlock. I feel like when my I was explaining how to play Pokemon to my mom, and she just nodded politely... I felt like my mom <laughs> in that situation. Uh-huh. That one has a fire on its tail. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and is that a squirrel? A yellow squirrel? With this the... one looks fun. This one has a swirl on its oh, belly. That, that one's scary. It's just a big pile of purple. I don't like that one. It looks like a ghost. It looks no, evil. That, that one looks spooky. Um, I find this really fascinating. It's it reminds me of in uh, which gospel I want to say it's John or Matthew. I can't remember where after Jesus rises from the dead, that the whole town also rises from the dead. I don't know if you remember that. Yes. Yeah. I think but people will overlook that all that maybe it is Mark. It's one of the gospels, but that is so fascinating. People forget that that is in the Bible and Canon. Like it's not just a dispute. Like, ah, some people say it's not supposed to be in there. And so that's legit. If you, you know, believe parts of the gospels and I believe all of it. So in this case, you know, we're believing that Eutychus fell from the third story and then just kind of got up and was okay the rest of the day. So there's more resurrections to be had. And we don't hear anything else about Eutychus. Like he's not going around being like, I die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You got the like heaven is for real kid. And he got the whole like book series and a movie series that deal out of it. And he just was like on the operating table for a few hours. You just fell out of the third story building. I didn't see a book deal. I didn't see his movie. This Where's is his book deal. Movie? Seven <laughs> through 11 or 12. This is, this is his book deal. Uh, I, that's all he gets is a nice little shout out. And really just kind of, 
written in a way of like mm, he fell asleep during Paul's yeah. sermon and he almost died. Yeah, shame on him. Shame That's on why you don't fall asleep. Yeah, it, when Paul starts talking, you stay awake. <laughs> Even take, if it's seven hours. <laughs> take notes on your tablet. Stop playing Mario on those tablets. Yeah, just <laughs> stop. Stop scrolling. <laughs> Stop scribing and scrolling. Stop scribing and scrolling. Just pay attention. <laughs> um, I don't think we ever had this one like preached on. Mm. I don't really recall having an actual sermon on this passage. Me neither. Um, um, I this you mentioned this, and this is my first time because I've read the Bible a few times, but like this one didn't stick. Oh yeah, yeah a surprise. I I remember. I don't know when I came across this one, and it was mentioned multiple times, like growing up and it was always just kind of more like a funny sermon note of like, Oh, just like Eutychus falling out of the blah, blah, blah. Like, uh, but to me, like the thought of another resurrection and Paul just doing it. My other question though, is what happens to people that do resurrect? Like, do they live an extra long life? Like, do they get those few minutes added to the end or like Lazarus? Like he had to die again. So it's not like it's, you know, they resurrect and they're there forever. Lazarus is still alive to this day. To this day. Do you think there was ever a circumstance of somebody being revived and then God forgetting to kill them again? Yes. <laughs> That's the case with Methuselah early in the Bible. Yeah. And like, Some people like, ah. think that uh, Paul's still alive. That's a really? thing. Yeah, really? because there's a verse that mentions how uh, like Christ won't come back and or like Paul would be able to see Christ's return or something like that. I forget which verse, but there is a sect of, I wouldn't say a sect, but there's a group of evangelicals. I would say maybe not evangelicals, but like me, <laughs> yeah, Evan's one of them that thinks there is a 2000 year old man, like hiding in caves somewhere or like at the forest. And it's the, the actual Paul. Just being like, let me die, please. <laughs> please come back. <laughs> please. I'm ready. We need to dive into Revelation because there's a lot of cool stuff about Revelations and how it mirrors the Roman Empire at the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And how, like, we think about this, like, uh, talking, how it talks about the end times, but really it's talking about, like, the Roman Empire and a lot yeah. of what they are, you know, the, you know, talking about their soldiers and talking about the far reachingness and really it's just predicting its fall in favor of Jesus. Um, which is kind of fascinating. Yeah. Revelation Um, is a wild book that I know growing up, it was read more like a, uh, Ouija board kind of style. Like you just sort of flip it open and just whatever verse, your pencil lands on that's your verse of the day. And like, you just look for signs of that. Like, Oh, it says something about a locust with five heads and four wings. And then you like, look around you're like, well, I have, uh, I had five cinnamon sticks this morning and, uh, <laughs> or Buffalo wings. <laughs> yeah, you just like find any excuse to make a connection. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, final thoughts on this first. Like, it's a, it, it's a bit of a wild one. I've never had it preached on. I don't think there's anything to preach on it about when you're really thinking about it. I've been like a pastor, like, 
Um, I did look up. Um, my final thought is in the study notes that Eutychus is the the word comes from lucky and fortunate. So this is absolutely like a comic strip panel in the middle of the Bible. <laughs> like I'm imagining the original like text of the New Testament. It was like serious, 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 serious. And then like Eutychus falls out of the building comic strip panel. And then <laughs> serious, serious. It's <laughs> just like Beetle Bailey. <laughs> just Eutychus. What's what's Eutychus up to this week? Like next week he's, you know, He's got fire ants all over him. <laughs> oh, Eutychus. Oh, Eutychus. <laughs> He's the Kenny of South Park of the New Testament. He's just dying every week. Like, what did Eutychus Man. get into? <laughs> Hilarious. I love the idea of them just, co- like, uh, our our parents, or at least, like, my dad, and, like, uh, my granddad all have, like, n- all did like this thing with their buddies where they gave them all nicknames for like really yes. bizarre reasons. Yeah. Like, my dad was telling me a story one time about like how uh, a guy walked in with a hat that was really tall and somebody was like, that hat can reach the sky. And so they called him Sky for the rest of his life. <laughs> and <laughs> old people are like that. <laughs> oh man. And, and so like, this is kind of the same thing. It was like, boy, you're really Eutychus, which means lucky. We're going to call you Eutychus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I, it's, it, I, I imagine that that's maybe this wasn't this person's actual name, but they were just like, ah, Eutychus over here. You yeah. know, he fell out of a story. Oh, lucky it. Joe over here. Remember yeah, that, that time? That time he didn't die? <laughs> I do think... <sighs> Learning that little tidbit, I wonder if this is truly is like a historical account or if it's more like a kind of like a sermon illustration sort of thing, you know, just kind of like we had, you know, we had a long sermon. Someone fell asleep and I rose from the dead. I don't know. It's Bible is is an interesting book. (laughs) Really? And then then I kept preaching until daylight. Yeah. Like. I was always taught that every verse and every word was like eyewitness testimony account of like, of what happened. And it's just, it's funny to think about, all right, here's a verse in the middle of some of, you know, him in Greece. And it's a guy named lucky that falls out of a building and then dies and raised from the dead. Like it's all, it's just too, it's like the NFL, the script's already written. It's too perfect. You know, it's (laughs) exactly. I don't know. That that's my last take. I, I I just think it's it's too funny and perfect of a story to actually have happened. But that's just yeah. that's that is my hot take, I guess. Um so sorry you to so guess. I think I like I at the very least it was Eutychus is not this person's actual name. Right. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. somebody may have uh you know, have fallen out of a window at some point during Paul's like sermons. And then someone kind of recount, because it's also worth noting that many of these texts were not written down for years later. Like no, they were, someone was not there in the room writing all this down. It was someone said this to somebody else who said this to somebody else for probably 10 to 20, if not even 40 years. And then they get this account of, Oh yeah, the lucky guy that rose from the dead. So what's your yeah final thought Evan? That's it. 
Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> they called him Eutychus for the rest of his life, um, which like also fits because uh, later in the Bible, they talk about his brother who's a botanist. His brother's Eucal- a botanist. Eucalyptus. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> All right, that that's the unblessed podcast today. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, what's speaking of eucalyptus uh and leaves and plants plugs. We kind of got there. <laughs> what do you got to plug this week, Kevin? Um Bachelor started. <laughs> we watched the first episode and Boy, these girls are something else. <laughs> who's who's who you're rooting for? I'm not rooting for anybody. I'm rooting for all heartbreak. Oh, I yeah. want everyone to cry. Um, I mean, the guy seems actually like a little bit more genuine. Like he like plays along with. You think he uh, wants to find love? Well, I think he's actually just kind of a. I I, I think he puts on the airs of being an actual nice person. Oh. Um, and so when, you know, when the girls get out of the car, they have like their own special thing that they're doing. Oh yeah. Uh, there's, like, a That's girl so cringy showed... that part. Yeah. Uh, but he's actually like, they'll be like, I bought you this thing from this town and I, and you should be by loopa doopa doop. And he's like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds great. And he's like, oh, tell me more about it. And it's a little bit more like, since it's, are you a flight a... attendant too? <laughs> and he there's one girl that's like a little bit sassy but like Mm -hmm. also like seems sassy but chill like another girl is wearing the same dress but a different color and she was like oh my god like what are the odds like this is cool and i was like okay she's actually not being like real catty about it you know and so i don't remember her name um (laughs) and he doesn't either so it doesn't really matter um but she's the only one I'm rooting for at the moment where it's like, okay, I want to see where this goes because she's got like a unique personality and like says sarcastic stuff offhand. It's like, oh my God, all these girls are here. It's getting wild and I love it. So we're going to have a spinoff podcast of just Evan recounting Bachelor episodes. I think that would yeah. be absolutely <laughs> the unbachelored. The unbachelored. That's right. Scott, tell me about your plug. So I know uh, you're a pop culture um, yeah. savant. Um, I finally got around to watching Everything Everywhere All at Once this week. Oh, I have watched nothing nowhere at no time. Gosh darn it, Evan. <laughs> Did you see it? No. Oh, man. It is a trip. And I understand That's- why. I understand the hype. I was excited for it, and I had a lot of people saying it was one of their favorite movies. Um, yeah, the, I, just the plot point of it is amazing. I'm going to have to rewatch it cause it's pretty trippy, but, um, yeah, that was what I consumed this week. One movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, otherwise it's rest, been about the same. <laughs> the rest of the week, I just sat in a room by myself and I made sat salting crackers. in a dark room and that was it. So yeah. <laughs> that's all I got. I think. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Unblessed Podcast. You can follow us on social media at Unblessed Pod 
uh, on TikTok, Instagram, or Twitter. And you can also email us any of your questions. We want to hear your thoughts as well at unblessedpodcast at gmail.com. And Scott, we are looking at streaming a video game. Is that yes, correct? We um, are. Stay tuned. Remember what day that we're doing that? We decided on a day. I believe we talked about the 16th, but don't quote me on that. But I believe what a calendar is. Uh, we'll edit this part. Uh, <laughs> it won't be able to be the 16th. Uh, oh. Did we talk about the 15th? I think you've got something going on. Yes. Okay. Let's. What about the 22nd? Um. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Uh, we are going <laughs> to be playing Adventures of the Old Testament February 22nd and streaming it that day um on twitch or barring no technical difficulties barring no technical difficulties <laughs> we'll be streaming getting more information to come um but if you are in the neighborhood of the internet uh please pop on and uh we'll have more information on what twitch account and everything like that um but we are very excited to do our first yeah. twitch streaming of a uh i'm gonna learn how video. to use a controller yeah <laughs> thank you so much for listening we really appreciate it my name is evan and i'm scott and don't forget to close your bible